The Adjacency is a podcast about podcasts, comprised of recorded phone conversations between friends. The views expressed on this show do not reflect the views of the shows we recap. We are listeners just like you, and we hope this holds you over until the next episode of whatever we are all currently listening to. We share a lot of laughs on this show, but we also understand the seriousness of the cases being covered, and we truly want justice to be served for the victims and their families. Eh, it's like enough to ruin fuel mileage, but not enough to give you a nosebleed when you go to mom's for Christmas. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know, dude. Like, I remember when I lived up there, every time I came home for Christmas, dude, I'd fucking gush blood out of my face in the shower and in my sleep. Really? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. And then you can't get wasted. It's like you became a veteran due to the topography. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? It's like I, I know you it's a weak-ass, drinking-ass motherfucker... And throw them in the right topography, and they might thrive. It's like I, a fucking cactus. I came to tell you something, get the basic drum or something. It's safe to say I'm onto something, something came from nothing. You think this rap is tough shit? I just rhyme like 60 something times with the word something, and we still don't have no topic for discussion. Ain't that something, something hit me in my REM? Let me tell you one thing it's really hard for someone like me. And like you, to investigate two cold cases at the exact same time, you know? I got a question, man, and maybe this is why we forget what episodes say after a few days, or maybe we drop the pod, but if any of these guys would ever solve a fucking crime, then maybe we would fucking get right on board with season six or whatever. Like, none of them ever get solved. They just, the season ends? No. Uh, Payne's first one. The, uh, the one that was solved. Kara Grinston? <laughs> yeah, that's the one that was solved. <laughs> okay, all right. That's the only one of the 11 that we've listened to that has been solved. Hey! No! You don't eat corn. I'll eat you, motherfucker. No. No. You can play with this, motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus. Well, dude, pit bulls are different. If you just say no, they'll look at you and smile. <laughs> There's some things to discuss. Oh, man. Okay. What's crazy is that uh, Vern and Rosie, like, they go from being complete suspects and <laughs> to, like, they're, got, they're his travel guide now. They're taking him to meet everybody. So what did we call? And it's another prediction made by the left. Vernon not only knows everyone, but is so willfully involved that he will bring 
Now, the only thing about Vernon is that why didn't Vernon tell anybody about Sam? Yeah, when when did like why are you guys talking about Mario in this videotape when you could have looked at Payne and went, guess what? There's a dude in the woods that had her. <laughs> I mean, think about yeah. that. It's like, yeah. hey, bro, let's go talk to my cousin Mario. He videoed her at the party. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. I know a dude that denied her a ride, which is funny. Payne's like, yeah, you think you'd take a drunk person and help him and nah, you're wasted. Fuck you. Yeah, they're and like, mm-hmm. and then you're going to tell me <laughs> how, how did drunk Vern not say, hey, man, we should go talk to Mario. I'll take you through. Instead of going, hey, man, Mario videoed it and right on, but who cares because I know for a fact that she was over at fucking Sam the man's house. Even if anything happened of the whole sleeping and getting out of the car deal, I know she was at Sam's for days after that. Vernon knows what happened, dog. And we called it, and I fucking guarantee you Vernon knows what happened. And, of course, Vern introduced Payne to Cousin Timmy. Vern is a socialite. <laughs> yeah. And Timmy, Timmy was like, I'll take you down here to J.D. Bird's, because he said he felt bad about not letting her in the car. Like, these guys well, have no... No, no, tell me, though, dude, are the names are so fire that it's fake? That's got to be part of Payne's when he picks podcasts is the names. No, that's not real. That's just for the pot, right? <laughs> I mean, I know, I know these folks. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how they'll just take anybody down the street and dime them out. They're like, yep, go talk to them. They have no problem putting their family like on. Like, like, yeah, that's my cousin. And he's like, oh, what does he think? He's like, yeah, he don't want to talk to you. Will you take me there? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's at a fucking fort in Brownville or wherever the fuck they are. Uh, Vernal. But they are getting it. And, and you know what, man? The socialite is the one that is just making things happen. You know, <laughs> drunk Vernon might get a Medal of Honor after this is all said and done. But we might be looking into another unsolved mystery. Who runs around with syringes in them? <laughs> I, no, honestly, like if you're if you have enough, con- if you put a fucking syringe in someone, you're trying to knock them out, like right, like put a little, you know, isn't that what the movies say? Oh, no, that's true. Hit them with a syringe, fucking put them down, do what you need to do. But if you hit them with a syringe and it doesn't work, and you go, hey, I'm out of here. Well, are you just going to run around with a syringe sticking out of you? No. Fuck no. That's a horseshit story from the neighbor. He did say that she was dancing around looking at the stars, which leads me to believe that it's maybe they're shooting heroin up. And then 
Wait, whoa, 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 and then no back up. You think that if you're dancing and looking at stars that heroin is involved? Partnered with the syringe store, yeah. I'm saying, like, it's raw things out there. We're investigating a goddamn crime, Jesse. And we need to get down to all the information. She was out there for several days, and there's syringes have been brought up, and she's dancing around looking at the stars. It makes it seem like this Dirty Sam guy is the guy to really investigate. Because no one's buying the story that he nodded off, and she, unless he's on heroin. Not yet. Now, the not off on heroin is much more agreeable for me than the dancing in the stars. I've been multiple things, and it wasn't heroin, but the not off? Fuck yeah, dude. That Now, that makes sense. Right. And what I was thinking when I thought, maybe you should stop looking at fucking Sam with the video cam and look at fucking B-Dog. <laughs> Vernon is setting this whole thing up for you, and you keep going to the person before the last part of the story. Oh, so you believed that Sam nodded off, went to sleep. <laughs> no, I, don't, I didn't say that. I okay. didn't say that. I'm just saying you're spending time. If you're going to go fuck this and fuck that, then you better go explore all of it. You need to go find V-Dog. What do you think the V stands for? Five dollars. Vernon. Ah, no, it's already a Vernon. Exactly. It comes You're back around. It comes it's back the, around. The, the wicked twist. Oh my yeah. God! If you're right, and and B dog is Vernon. Yeah. I'll, I'll fucking fall out, dude. You'll hear the. I. You should be hired by the Federal Bureau of. B dog is Vernon. Vernon. Oh, he said that girl was way too fucked up. <laughs> that was that was Timmy. No, that was Vernon. Oh no, you're right, damn it. What's more likely? Ooh, I like this. Can we play this game every episode? Dirty Sam partied with her for four days and then took her to the divide nodded off off the heroin trip and, and uh, V-Dog, whoever that might be, <laughs> uh, picked her up and then he's, he's the one that killed her. Or Dirty Sam lied to Spoon when he was like, I've been looking for her the whole time. She, uh, I fell asleep and woke up and she was gone. I don't know where she's at. I've been looking, yelling her name out. Like, which one's more likely? Man... Like, is he telling the truth that he really nodded off and she was gone? Or did he, I mean, did he do something to her, drop her off the mountaintop, and then make that story up? I'll tell you one one thing. 
And that if it gets back to you being right on the drug type, and heroin is a hell of a drug. Yeah. That's the only thing I could see him nodding off on other than if he fucking said the word Xanax. Well, she would tell him I'm leaving. But, but that, oh, I, I, can't even, I can't even pull the mess card, which is easy. Now he'd be awake. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, the, the easiest card is the mess card, and these guys aren't mess balls. It's more likely that that dude fucking... That that dude nodded off on heroin now. I mean, I didn't even think about that. And I think that that's a fire, fire, fire case. And now that I think about it, like, it was like, really, dude, you're going to pass out and then be so passed out trying to leave? But why would you? If I was taking someone and then they're like, no, I'm going to get a ride, I'd be like, dude, where is this motherfucker? I got shit to do. But if you're on drugs, you're like, oh, let's hit one off. And then out, and then all of a sudden you wake up and go, oh. Gone. Deep moves. So I, I, think that, I think that's a fire take death. I think you fucking hit the nail on the head. Yeah, but what about, it sounds like his reputation is that he's nasty and he has girls in there and he's got a trap room and all that, too. So it's just, do you believe all the t- townspeople? Or do you think it's only episode three and there's no way it's that simple? It's not that simple. It's too early. But there's not a lot of functioning heroin addicts that have a lot. Like, that that camera situation is more messy than Hearn. And to him have a kid out there and then still, like, be able to talk and function is Mm -hmm. more messy than heroin. Because if that hey, if he was on heroin, he would have already sold and got rid of that crib for all the drugs. Well, remember when that's another part of this is when she disappeared, he redid his house. And there's another one. So that was one thing I was when I was listening. I thought about this, bro. He's kind of catfishy when it came to when it ended. Yeah, you hear him? They did the no, but they did the same thing. It was like oh. All of a sudden, as soon as fucking shit went down, I'm going to strip this motherfucker to the bone and there will never be evidence ever and I'll, oh, yeah. and I'll hide like a motherfucker. Well, do you think, here's another question for you. Do you think Dirty Sam deletes his messages? Uh, yeah, yeah. People be in other people's pools. People see what other people do and do it too. People. People look like you, and people look like Mario Van Peoples. People peeping at you through a peephole. Peeping, people on my penis. Probed her at the zenith, so she keep it like a secret. People probably pull it out. Stay tuned for the next recap episode of Up and Vanish Season 3, as well as a full season recap of To Live and Die in LA Season 2. Be sure to subscribe to the Adjacency wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Adjacency. I guess by now we know you talking peep, peep.